Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning that Ayin Dalid in Maseches Babakama. Funny that we should be learning Ayin Dalid. I promise it just occurred to me because we're talking about Edus. That's right. Aid. Um, how do we get onto Edus? So we missed, thank God, Hashem always looks out for us as big Daf Yomi coincidences. Um, and one of the things is we were spared the Yalkagam. Sometimes over the weekend, there's Gemaras that, you know, I. I, uh, that we don't learn together because Hashem doesn't want me to have to say it out loud, but I'll already catch you up. Yalkagam are the six places, Phil, where we paskin like a baye instead of rava. Okay, it happened six times in all of Shas. The first one uh, was a topic that we, of the Yalkagam in the acronym, Yud Ayin Lamed, right, Kuf Gimel Mem, is something that we touched on a few weeks ago of Yehush Shalomidas, whether that's Yehush or not. The second one we learned over Shabbos. It's Eidos, Eidos Zomimim, whether it's Lemafreya or Mikan Haba, it gets uprooted. Which is to say, I don't know if you, uh, if you guys had a chance to delve into this over the weekend. This was Shabbos Gemara. Whether, so we have to uh, discuss uh, Eidos Zomimim today. And so it pays to at least bring it up. Adam Zomim, as you as uh, you may have already noticed, as we learned Adam Zomim, some concepts already. When, okay, a so when somebody testifies, so when a pair of Adam, I should say, testify, so then one of three things could happen: either the testimony stands and it's verified, fine, or the testimony gets um, uprooted by what's called hakhasha, which is to say, somebody else comes in with uh, contrary evidence. And now you have tray you tray. Now you have two set of witnesses with contradictory evidence, and you have to figure out how you're gonna sort it out. You may have to throw them out uh, and, and disregard both of them. You have to figure out why would one be more than the other. Or there's a chiddush of the Torah of a third possibility. Edim Zomim. Edim Zomim is a unique chitra Torah. This is what prompts Rava to say, mechanol haba, and I'll explain why. And, and it has to do with our, with our topics that we were talking last week. We're going to bring it into Babakam in a second. Edim Zomimim is the second set of Edim Kam, and they say the famous idea of Imanu Hayisem. Okay, that's what the Torah says. In other words, Edim Zomimim means plotting Edim, which means that the first set of Edim plotted to do something, and then and they, they bore false testimony about something, and the second set of Adam said, you could not have possibly been in a position to make such testimony because we were with you in Chicago on that day and therefore you were in no position to make that testimony. That's the special chiddush of the Torah of Adam Zomim. There, why is it a chiddush? Because even though logically, why would we believe one or the other? It's he said, he said, or they said, they said. Even still, we believe the second set of Adam that say the Imanu Ha'isem and we throw the first set of Adam out of Bezim. But not only that, I see some little kasher zamam, which is to say, whatever punishment they try to occur on the defendant, they themselves get that punishment. We have Masechus Makos in Satan Ezekiel, so we, that's going to be coming up. So you guys got a good background to that. Why am I mentioning all this? Oh, so by the way, that's why Rabbah says it's a chiddush in the Torah. Typically, when a, a set of witnesses is undermined, so then you say, okay, well, now we know that they were always no good to begin with. And Abaye says, we're going to uproot whatever they said, anything from the moment of their testimony, we're going to throw them out. And, and Rava says, and what the Nafkaminas are, not for now, but Rava says, no, we're just from the moment, wait a minute, we're going to uproot from, from the moment that they were discovered that they were Adam Zomimim and forward, we're going to throw them out. 
say, wait a minute, why from the moment that we were discovered that they were Edom Zomim? And then, you know, what the Nafkamin is, what happened in between is not for now. But the point is, why from that moment? A- after all, don't we find out that the Edom, the first set of Edom were no good to begin with? And the answer is, according to Rava, he says that, well, the whole thing is a Chiddush to begin with. So uh, this is just part of the Chiddush of Edom Zomim that is from the time that they are discovered to be Zomim by the second set of Edom, not from the first set. That's not for now. But the point is, we paskin like Abaya in that, in that sense. Why do I bring all of this up? Because we got, we're in the middle, if we're going to learn Ayin Dalid, we're in the middle of somewhere where it's hard, almost impossible to figure out where to begin, of a different machlokas between Abaya and Rava. And the machlokas is, is Hakhasha Tchilas Hazama he or not? Rava holds that Hakhasha is Tchilas Hazama, and Abaya says not. What is Hakhasha Tchilas Hazama? Well, it means like this. That when you're out of court, uh, it's like this. We talked, we just mentioned what Akhasha is and what Hazama is. First, I'll bring you back to our case. Phil, last week, all week, you were stealing Barry's uh, ox and you were, and you were shechting it, okay? Which you should not have done. And, and you did chew for that, so nobody's going to blame you. The question is, how do we know, right? We know that Allah says you have to pay dollar behay to Barry. Now, the question is, how do we know that you did this? Well, if you did it by your own admission, you would not have to be paid because the Dalad Vehei payment is, after all, a penalty payment. That's a knas. Okay. So the only way we know is we had sets of Edim to testify to your bad behavior. Now, the first, now this might be, uh, this is the mission, and now we're getting up to Ayn Gimel, okay, or Ayn Bez, Ayn Bez. The Mishnah says, okay, so let's say you have two sets of Adam, and we'll see it also on Ayin Dalim and Beis if we get to it today, uh, that there's permutations of the following case. So let's say you have one set of Adam, they say, you know, we saw Phil steal it, okay? Then they say, we also saw Phil shecht it. Okay, so you have the same set of Adam for both, fine. So now you have two sets of Adam, meaning you have a set of Adam testifying to both things, the Geneva and the Tvicha Mechira, and, and based off of that testimony, we accept the testimony of the Psaktin, and Phil has to pay uh, Barry back. What if you have two sets of Edim, one for the stealing and one for the and one for the Tavachumachar, one for the Shechting, okay? So it'll still work. What if one of the Edim become Edim Zomimim? Uh-oh. So that's, that was part of, the, part of our Mishnah. Now we're starting to really break it down. So if the second set of Edim turn out to be Edim Zomimim, so then they'll have to pay the difference between Kefel and Dalit in other words, if the first set of Adam are legitimate, so they, so Phil really stole it, so he owes Barry Kefel. If the second set of Adam are illegitimate, so then they would have added the difference between Kefel and Dalit Vahey onto whatever Phil has to pay Barry, right? Which the Gemara calls Shlosha, right? Or the Mishnah calls it, right? They would have to pay the difference. Dalit Vahey means, let's say, if you have to pay fivefold, for Kefel you have to pay double, so that extra threefold is the extra payment uh, between double and fivefold, right, that, that, that they would have obligated Phil. They turned out to be Adam Zomim, so they have to pay that, right, to Phil, I mean, uh, presumably, okay? So that, that's the case. Now, the Mishnah gets into, the Gemara gets into a question of what if the first set of Adam were contradicted, not Adam Zomim, not Imanu Hayisem, which is why we need the introduction, but they, they said, no, once it's Phil stole, they said, no, it wasn't Phil, it was Andrew. But they, they don't know that the second set of Adam 
were Imanu Ha'isem, they weren't in Chicago, they were in a position to see, they just got the wrong guy, right? They got the facts wrong somehow. That's not Hazama, that's Hakasha. Okay, so the question is, if the first set of Aden uh, were, if the set of Aden were, were told to be, were, were discredited by Hakasha, okay, what happens at that point? Do you say, at the point of Akhasha, and I know that this is a detail, but this is literally what the Gemara is discussing. So now, this is no longer background. Now I'm actually explaining what's, what we're learning in the Gemara. The first set, if, so, so let's say you had a set of Adim that were discredited by, uh, by Hakhasha, okay? Uh, which is to say that they said that the, their facts were wrong. At that point, you throw them out of Bezin completely, and then the next set of Adim, if they said, let's say, Himonu Aisem, a next set of Adam tries to discredit them further uh, by doing Hazama, we disregard them, right? Why? Because they've already been thrown out of court. Hakasha has already taken place. So if you're going to add insult to injury, so to speak, and then bring another set of Adam to discredit them further, Abaye would say that they, they do not have to be culpable for the Hazama, Right, remember, Adam Zomim, once they get discovered, the part of the Kiddush is that Asisim lo Kasher Zomim. But the question is, if they've already been credited, discredited by Hakhasha, then maybe they've already been thrown out of court. That's what Abayah says. And then even further Adam, that's going, they're going to discredit them further with Hazama, that Hazama is not going to be effective because they've been thrown out. Or do you say like Rava, that Hakhasha is atchilas Hazamahi, which is to say Hakhasha just means that they're on the ropes, okay? But they're still in court. And so if another set of Adam come and discredit them by Hazama, we're still going to give them the Kasha Hazamam. It's going to be almost like the completion of the Hazama process, right? So the discrediting process, according to Rava, is like a process that could start with a Kasha and continue with Hazama. What was the case? It was a Brysa. I'll say the Brysa outside, because really it starts in the middle at the two dots of I and give them a base, but I'm not going to start reading it all inside. And it has to do with an aid, or with an Eved, rather. So we know with an Eved, okay, what happens is, if a master knocks out his Evid's uh, uh, eye or tooth, as the, as the Pusuk says, the Evid goes free. That much we know. What if somebody, what if a set of Adam comes and say that the Evid's um, eye got knocked out? So that means that the master has to set the Evid free. Now, if it turns out that they were Adam Zomimim, so they caused the master to lose his Evid, that's not considered a good thing. Right, he's lost. He's lost that evid for free. He's lost that evid entirely. All that value goes out the window of the evid. Okay, not very PC, but you know what I'm saying. So that's one. That's one thing that you would have to do. Okay. Now let's say he knocks out an eye and a tooth. Okay, he knocks out an eye and a tooth. So now we have the following question. Let's say um, that the assault was true. In other words, the Adam testifies to the assault. The assault definitely happened, therefore the master should lose his evidence. Fine. Then the question becomes, does it matter which one he knocked out first, the eye or the tooth? It might matter. What do you think is more um, uh, expensive to replace? Uh, an eye. You know, that's why ophthalmologists do better than dentists. It's, it's, it's very well known, right? Because an eye is much harder to replace. So what happens is, does it matter which one he knocked out first? The master wants the case to be that the eye was knocked out first. Because watch this. When one of the avarim, as it were, one of these organs gets knocked out, the evid goes free. And that's his payment, right? You don't pay him for the eye. You just set him free. Then when the next avar gets knocked out, 
that you have to pay for because already he, that's been knocked out as a free man. Okay, so the eva, the master would want the testimony to be that the eye got knocked out first because then he doesn't have to pay for the eye. He doesn't have to pay for the dental work. Okay, uh, the eved, so to speak, would rather that the uh, tooth get knocked out first because then when his eye gets, then somebody's going to pay for his eye because by that point he was a free man. Okay, so Rava said that what's the case in the brisa? A, fir, a set of Adam say that he knocked out the tooth first. Okay. And the second state of Adam say that he knocked out the eye first, which as we just discussed is good for the Baal, right? Because he wants, that it's good for the master. He wants to the, only pay for the dental work. And then a third set of Adam, right? They say that the second set of Adam were Adam Zomimim. So again, the master liked that second set of Adam because it made, it, even though he agreed that this Evid has to go free, he only wants to pay for the dental work. And the third set of Adam, however, say that that second set of Adam, right, were Adam Zomim. Now the master needs to pay more. Now he's going to have to need to pay for the eye. Says Rava, that is an explanation. That's how Rava explained a Brisa that was very difficult to understand. But the point is that what? That according to Rava, when, when you had, before the Adam Zomimim, you had two sets of Adam, that contradicted each other. And yet, the Brysa seems to say that the third set of Adam, let's say that the second set of Adam, or Adam Zomimim, we're going to actually believe them. In other words, we're going to believe them, and now we're going to make the Adams, right, we're going to make somebody have to pay for the eye. We're going to, the master, turns out, right, was, was wrong, but the Adam Zomimim were the second set of Adam. The Adam Zomimim, we're going to make the first set of Adam maybe pay for the eye, and now... Right, the Adam's only may have to pay for the eye. Without the detail of who has to pay for the eye, the point is that we're still allowing Adam Zomimim, we're still allowing one of this discredited, discredited groups of Adam to become Adam Zomimim, despite, despite the fact that one of them contradicted each other already. So you have one set of Adam, a second set of Adam that contradict them, and then when the third set of Adam come and say that the second set of Adam were Adam Zomimim, we still treat them like Adam Zomimim. Why? We already had Hakasha. Shouldn't we be, have thrown these Adam out of court already? Both cases, since they contradict each other, says the says uh, the Brisa. It seems, even though the Brisa is kind of super hard to understand, according to Rava's interpretation of the Brisa, we we still uh, we still exert the Hazama. Well, if we still exert the Hazama, says Shmami Na, Rava says you learn from here that when you have Hakasha, that's Tchilas Hazama, which the way we're interpreting it is when you have Hakasha, we don't throw everybody out of court. Yavakasha means everybody's still in court. If Hazam, if Adam Zomimim are going to, if, if Adam that are going to tell you, reveal us and the, one of the sets of Adam to be Adam Zomimim, we're still going to believe them and treat them as such. That's called Akasha Tchilas Hazama. Oh. Abaye is going to disagree. So, Shmami Na Akasha Tchilas Hazama is the second lineup from, from the bottom of Ayin Gimel Bez. Amar Abaye, how is Abaye going uh, to treat this Brisa? He's going to say the following. Abayamar lo. No. Last line on Gimel Beis. Vazmininhu. What Abaya says is like this. Vazmininhu is a big, is one word that I have to now explain the whole thing. What Abaya is saying is that there's, you have to say that they were both, uh, there was both Hakasha and Hazama in the Brisa at the same time. That's what Vazmininhu, they were also Adam Zomim. In other words, Unlike Rava, who says that there's a first set of witnesses and the second set of witnesses that contradicted them, and the third of wit- set of witnesses that then said that one of them was Zomimim, and we believe the third set, 
Abaya says, no, it's more compact than that. The Brysa is really referring to only two sets of witnesses. The first set, say, let's say that he knocked out the eye, which is good for the Baal. And then the second set said that were, they, they were Adam Zomim. And they also testified that it was the other way around. In other words, the Adam Zomim said, that, meaning the Adam that exposed the first set as Adam Zomim, they said, maybe it's true that the Baal assaulted his Ebed, but he didn't knock out the eye first. He knocked out the tooth first, not the eye. And you, by the way, first set of Adam, could not have possibly been in a position to know which one was knocked out first because Imanu Hayisem. Okay? Once you say that that's the case in the Brisa, as Abaye does, now you no longer can say that Akasha Tchilas Azama, or at least you can't use the Brisa as a source for it, because the same state of Adam that did the Akasha did the Hazama. Right? It's just, it happened simultaneously. So therefore, you lose your proof. Oh. How does Rava understand that? Mimai asks Gemara, last word on Ayn Gimel and Bez as we finally arrive at Ayn Dalad and Alpha at the manageable time, 5.55 a.m. Now you understand all this, Andrew, it flows like water. Here we go. Mimai. How, how, where, where is Rabbi going to bring his fruit? Me the safe of a mebach v'hazama. Okay. From the fact that the second part of the brisa, of the brisa which we didn't read, um, deals clearly with a case where there's only two witnesses, as Rashi explains. First Rashi and I and so once you have clearly a case in the Sefer that there's, the, that there's only two sets of witnesses, so uh, Baye is going to assume that their first case, that the Bryce is parallel, the first case also deals with two uh, cases, uh, a case of two witnesses, as the Gemara says, Reish Anami, but Meipach V'Hazama. Again, Meipach V'Hazama means that it's a simultaneous switching of the order of the I and the, and the uh, Shane, and that is simultaneous with the Hazama. Once you say Meipach V'Hazama, that it's simultaneous, you have no source of HaKasha being the Tchilas Hazama, right? Because it's, it's simultaneous. The Ksani Seifa, what's this aforementioned Seifa that we're talking about? As follows, says the Seifa of the Brisa, Meidono is each ploni. A set of witnesses come to say, and they testify, So you see the order, they say that the tooth got knocked out first, and then the eye got knocked out. That's the Seifa. Again, in the Reisha, the first set of Adam were good for the Baal. Because the eye went out first, so you only free him for the eye, and then you only pay for the dental work. In the Seifa, the tooth got knocked out first, so the Eva goes free. Now the Eva, now the master has to pay for a new eye. That's much more expensive. Okay, so that was the first set of Adam. They say the, the Shane come out, came out first. Shari, Eva, Omer, Cain. Yeah, and the Eva, of course, is going to claim that as well. Bless you. In the Reisha yesterday, the master agreed with the first set of Adam. Yeah, it's because it was good for the master. He only had to pay for the dental work. In the, in the safe over here, the Evid agrees with this first set of Adam because it was good for the Evid because the master has to pay for the eye work, okay? Benipsu Zomimim. And sure enough, the subsequently, that first set of Adam were found to be Adam Zomimim, Mishamim Demei Ayin Larav. Now they have to pay for the eye to the master of the Evid, right? Because that's what they were going to charge, that's what he was going to be on the hook for and the whole thing was a fabrication. Hechi dummy. So again, what would be the case, asks Abai? If you're going to say, as the simple reading of the Bryce says, that, that the second set of witnesses that exposed the first set of Zomimim never even conceded that the master even assaulted the slave, the then that can't be the case because then they'd have to pay the entire value of the Evid because after all, the master, based on this testimony of assault had 
to give up his whole Evid. And yet we see they only have to pay for the eye. And therefore, says the Gemara, it has to be that the case is about the first set of Adam and the second set of Adam. Nobody's arguing that there was an assault here, right? Everybody's agreeing that the Evid was assaulted and goes free. Rather, the only thing that makes sense is that the second case, and again, part of why we have this Machokas Abayi Rav is because it's Brisa, is so vague. But it has to be, says Abayi logically, not biologically, says Abayi logically, that it has to be that the case was where everybody agrees that the assault took place. And what the second set of Adam is doing is switching the order of eye and tooth. And that is what, it, and that is what is under discussion. That's what's disputed. And it's disputed with Hazama, with Imanu Haisam. And that's how you get to the, that's where you get to the point, right, where the master has to get paid for the eye because it was Hazama. After all, we say, you ask Isam Lakasha Zamam, whatever you tried, you plotted to make him pay. That's what you indeed are going to have to pay. So the first set of Adam are going to have to pay the Master for the eye once they're exposed as being Adam Zomim. Good. So now that's clearly the second case as a baye. And therefore, there there's only two Adam, Dami, two sets of Adam, I should say. Dami. What's the case? Now, if the second set of witnesses um, said that these injuries were on a later date, then the Zomim, the Adam Zomim would still have to pay. The value of the entire slave uh, of the entire Eva to the master. This is an amazing uh, idea with Rashi. Rashi is explaining like this that uh, I'm reading Rashi inside. What's happening is like this. Let's say the first set of Adim on said that on Sunday the assault took place, right? And therefore, the Evet should go free on Sunday, right? But Akati Lav Bar right? The Habiyom Sheni Havam Maisa, Akati Kule Evet Bar Lishlum Lerav, the Chiosul Saude Lechiuva Lerav, Akati Lav Bar What the Gemara is amazingly saying that the master eventually didn't assault the Evet, but he was not yet Chayev to do so on the day that the Adam says, said, and therefore, Elder Kamen Kadme Kadume Hani Basrai. So the case must be referring to the case where the second set of witnesses assigned an earlier date to when the assault happened. That particular detail that we just mentioned now is a detail. Forget it. It doesn't have anything to do with Akasha, Zama, 2 Adam, 3 Adam. It's just we're ironing out a couple of details, Barry, in case it's not confusing enough. We're going on a little tangent, and we're saying that the only time that this actually makes sense is if where you assign an earlier date to when the injuries took place, because after all, if... The whole argument of Imanu Avisem and the Adam Zomim actually sets the timestamp at a later date that maybe he wasn't even chayiv yet, and then he shouldn't even be chayiv for the Evet. Okay, let but, but let's assume the Gemara said that the that that we also learned that not only did did the assault happen, but the assault happened earlier, and therefore he certainly was chayiv. That's number one. And a second detail now, the Gemara says and also, by the way, if the master had not, not yet been had uh, the court hadn't decided yet uh, at the time that the right that the first set attested to the assault. Then the zomim witnesses would still have to pay for the entire value. Again, what are we trying to do? We're trying to figure out when would be the case where, as Abaye suggests, where the adam zomim would only have to pay for the eye. 
right? Because they're, any way you slice, not any way you slice it, but in a lot of different scenarios, they would have to pay for the whole Evan, because after all, they were Adam Zomimim, and so they were big fat liars to begin with, and so the fact that they agreed to the assault, even if it were true, right, we're, they're Adam Zomimim, they're liars. The whole thing was a big fabrication. So therefore, even the, they should be having to pay for the whole Evan, not just for the eye. So it has to be, you have to like finesse the case in the Brysa, they're the only thing, right? If you, don't have, if you have three sets of Adam and, and then they agree to certain things and then they only disagree on a detail, that's one thing. But if you only have two sets of Adam, so then that first set, there has to be a scenario, both in terms of timestamp of when the, they're saying it happened, and as well as when the actual psak, right, the actual verdict went down, in order to not be Mechaev the Adam Zomim the whole thing. And only Mechaev then the eye. That's just the detail we're working out now. So here too. Again, if there was no Amada Bedin, then Akati to make Kulayev the Rabbi Shlume, then you would have had to pay the entire value of the Evid. Akati Gavrilo Mechaev, because up until now, right, again, the question is when the first set of Adam testified, there was no heretofore, there had not been any testimony about the fact that there was an assault altogether. So why are the Adam Zomim only paying for the eye? They should be paying for the whole Evid. So it has to be that there was already a Madabadin and there was already some corroborating evidence and they, they, they just came later, right? They, they're testifying, the timestamps match up so that they're paying, that, that the thing in dispute was not the assault, but rather whether it was the eye first or the tooth first. Wow. El Adamad Bedin, the Bryce has to be speaking with a case where there's already a Madabadin and the court already ruled that the evidence has to go free and he has to pay damages and there was an assault. And then... Only after that, they were considered Adam Zomim. So once everything has already been established, right, the only thing in dispute was really whether it was the eye or the shame first. And it is for that reason they only have to pay for the eye. But that is a detail. Be that as it may, we are now with Rava and Abaye discussing the Brysa that's vague. Was there two witnesses? Was there three sets of witnesses? And is Hakhasha the beginning of Hazama? That's the topic. Okay, good introduction, right, Andrew? Okay, so now, Amalayer of Acha, Bereder of Ikalar Vashi, Duke of Rava Mehecha. Where did Rava learn this idea of Akhasha as the beginning of Azama? Eleven Bereisha. Wait a minute. If you're going to say it's from the first uh, case that we said, so now we got an issue. <clears throat> we quoted a Brisa, and now we've learned the Reisha and the Seifa. In the Reisha, then the first, uh, the first um, set of witnesses was good for the Baal. In the Seifa, the first set of witnesses was good for the Evid with respect to whether he has to pay for the dental work or the ophthalmologist. So we say, Wait a minute. In the case of Rava, it's not exactly uh, a good sign of a Chashan Azama. Why? Because the, the middle uh, set of witnesses, right, are we going to say that there was really even hakhasha? Was there, in other words, Rava learned that there were three sets of Adim and that the first, uh, first the Adim were discredited uh, through hakhasha and then through Hazama. And we still accepted the Hazama. That was his source. But what um, Achavad Rika is saying to Ravashi is that there was never hakhasha in that case. Why? Says the Gemara. Keva de ilo mitzame. Yeah, they had not, it's not been, rendered Zomim yet, a testimony actually would, had there not been Hazama, their testimony would have remained in court. And therefore it is not yet even a Khasha. Because after all, we were Paskin like, like them. Why? 
Wow. Because in, in the testimony of Tonazuz is a money. What does this mean? As follows. Let's assume $200,000 for the eye, $100,000 for the tooth. So the first set of Adem were good for the Baal, right? The first set of Adem say you only have to pay the $100,000 dental work, okay? When the second set of Adem say that you actually have to pay $200,000 for the eye, this is not real hakhasha. Real hakhasha is contradictory testimony where, where the, the, never the twain shall meet. Like, you cannot accept both of them at once. Well, guess what? When the second set of Adams say that you have to pay $200,000, they're conceding the $100,000 of the first set of Adam, and the answer in Besden would have been, we would have poskin like the first set. We wouldn't have thrown anybody out, simply because it's as if the second set is conceding the $100,000, and they're just saying that you have to pay more. Well, we don't really have evidence one way or the other. We don't know which one is saying true, so what we would have poskin is, just pay for the $100,000 and let everybody go home. But that's not hakasha. That's a concession to the first set of Adam. It's a compromise in essence, right? Out of doubt. But it's not true hakasha. That's the problem, right? Says the Gemara. It's really the first set of Adam was contradicted. And so the second set of Adam weren't really contradicted at all. And therefore, right? Um, and therefore, the, unlike... Rava, who's suggesting that the second set of Adam were on the ropes, and then we knocked them out completely with Adam's omim, they were never really knocked out. I, I said something a little bit wrong because it's really the second set of Adam that we would have. The point is that there was no akasha with the second set of Adam. It's not true akasha. That, true, that part is, is still correct. So now the Gemara says, Amalei. No, Rav Ashi said, yes, Rava did not learn it from this at all. However, Rava In other words, according to Rav Ashi, it's not that Rava is learning it from the first case, but rather from the second case. In other words, just like, just like Abaye assumed that the first case had only two witnesses. Again, the first, the, the ratio was ambiguous. So just like Abaye figured out, you might remember, because we just learned it today, that the second case in the Brisa had to be only two sets of witnesses. And therefore, par- to keep it parallel, the first case of the Brisa only had to have two witnesses. Rava learns it exactly the opposite, that because the third case only makes sense to him with three sets of witnesses, therefore he holds that the Seifa also has three w- sets of witnesses. Once you say the Seifa has three sets of witnesses, Vidaya can be Seifa. You can be Vidaya with the Seifa as follows. Because in the Seifa, there really is a Kasha. Watch this. So in the Seifa, uh, what happens? They say that the tooth was knocked out first, which means that the master is going to be on the hook for the eye. And the court issued a psaac saying, yes, pay for the eye. And then the second set of witnesses agreed to the assault but contradicted the order, and they said that the eye was knocked out first. Therefore, he only has to pay for the dental work, which is less. That is the That is a hakhasha. In other words, to say that you need to pay more is not a hakhasha. To say that you need to pay less is a hakhasha. Okay? And then, once Adam and then once, I'm sorry, that means that the, that means that the first set of witnesses is hakhasha. Right. In other words, because the first set of witnesses um, are asking him to pay for the eye. Right? In other words, if the first set of witnesses say, that you have to pay $100,000. And the second set of witnesses say you have to pay two hundred. That's not really hakasha. The only time that there's, right, because they're both conceding, they're conceding to the $100,000 of the first set. So they're not really throwing that whole testimony out. They're just adding to it. Whereas if the first set of, tes- of Adam say 200000 
right? Which is what you're in effect saying when you say that the tooth got knocked out first. Then when the second set of Adam come and they say that it's 100,000, they're knocking out the second 100,000. That, that, hundred, that second 100,000, the extra money for the eye work is actually being truly challenged. And therefore, since that's the case in the safe of the Brisa, there is hakasha going on here. That's what he's saying. And it is for that reason that those zomim in the first case have to be paying for the value of the eye. And it is from there that Rava holds that hakasha is trilas hazama. Whew. Okay. Says the Gemara, Well, if hakasha is not trilas hazama, then why would the Zomim have to pay at all? This is Rava's contention, right? Then they were already thrown out of court. It is there where you see, right? Again, first set of witnesses say you owe 200,000. Second set of witnesses say you owe only a 100,000. And then the third set of witnesses say that the first, that, so, so that was already contradiction. And when the third set of witnesses say that the first set of witnesses were Yimono Aisem, and we end up making them pay for the, enti- for the entirety of the difference, that would only work if the first set of witnesses were not already thrown out of court when they were contradicted the first time. Right? That would only work if they were still in court but on the ropes. That's called the Khashat Chilas Hazama. Okay, wow, beautiful. So what would Abayah's response be? I can understand it. And the Reisha, right, you need to have three set of witnesses because actually the words Harav Omer Kane, which we saw yesterday in the Brisa, sounds like that suggests that there were another set of witnesses, right? It sounds like the master is agreeing with one as opposed to another. So there had to have been two sets of witnesses before a third party came by, a third set of witnesses came by. Uh, so that's in the Reisha. You had a Rav Omer Kane. I'll say, Falamali Shalosh Kitos, Shere Evid Omer Kane. What would you say in the Seifa? The Seifa, right, the first set of witnesses were actually good for the Evid. Would you say that the Evid agreed with it? After all, that would never happen because Evid doesn't care whether it's for the, as much as he has to gain by dental work versus eye work. He has one main thing to gain, which is the only thing he cares about, which is going free. As the Gemara says, Evid called the Amar. Evid will slay whatever the sequence, he doesn't care. He'll agree with everyone. Why? Because the Evid cares about only one thing. He wants to go free. So therefore, there is no implied third set of Adam, if according to the, to the ratio, according to the Seifa, rather, according to the second case, and therefore that case probably has only one set of Adam. So as we approach Ayin Dalim and Bez at the symbolic time, 6.13 a.m., Mat Gifla Reb Zera. Reb Zera rejects this whole thing. Why? He says, Ema Simas Eino, Nebuk Be'eino, Hepel Shino, Nebuk Be'eino? Says Reb Zera, as we turn to Ayin Dalim and Bez. Wait a minute. Are you guys sure about this whole sequence of eye versus tooth? After all, what happened? An assault happened, Phil. The Eved got mauled by his master, and now he has to set him free. But can you really like split the difference and figure out like the sequence of what? Does we really care what fell out, the the tooth or the eye? And then based on that, he's going to make a pay for either dental work or the eye work. Like, do we say that the first thing that happened is what sets him free? The second thing is what he pays for. After all, he beat him up, smashed his face, and now he goes free. Like, and he goes free with his eye and his tooth. Yeah, this is a very short-lived of um, Zera, because I'm going to buy it now. Look at the Chumash guy. Right, in other words, right, the, the Pasuk says, and then it says, in other words, Abai is explaining to 
right, Rav Zera, that the reason the Torah says for his eye and for his tooth is because he would go out by one or the other. You don't have to knock out both. Oh. In other words, if you knock out one, that sets him free. And then the second one, you pay for it like you're a free man. Fine. Now, let's go back to Akasha Nazam. Oh my goodness, we're back in our sugya. We're going to take this whole Akasha Nazama that we just had with the Eved and we're going to bring it back to the Tavachumachar. What did our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah said, a set of Adam said that, that it was stolen, the animal. Okay? And then Tavachumachar was also the same set of Adam, Tavachumachar Alpim. They said that he also was the one that shechted it. And they were found. Right to be Adam's own mishnah. So in that case, our mission said obviously they made up the whole thing, so they have to pay dal v'hey. My love the hido la geneva v'chazur hido la tzvicha v'huzma la geneva. Right. So let's break it down. So again, this first set of Adam said the Phil stole it, and then the same set of Adam said that he shechted it. Well, wait a minute. They said that he stole it, and then they said that he shechted it v'huzma la geneva, and they were subsequently. Uh, they said, you know what? You were made to be Adam's home. You were not in a position to know that he stole it. Well, guess what? And then later, and then later it turns out you also weren't in a position to know that he shechted it. Wait a minute. Right? Says Rav Idi Bar Avin, our very Mishnah is talking about a sequence. Because after all, before you shechted it, you have to steal it. But once you consider Adam Zomimim, you should have been thrown out of court and then, and then Phil would have only had to pay Kefil. The fact that Phil has to pay everything implies that even though there was some sort of contradictory evidence to the fact that they, the first set of Adam knew they stole it, because obviously, right, Phil would never steal nor shecht what he stole from Barry. The whole thing was made up by a bunch of nudniks. So once they're considered to be plotters in Adam's Zomim, they should have to repay Phil, right? And yet, why do they have to repay him for everything? Once they were exposed with regards to the stealing, so they should have been discredited with regards to the shechting, right? And yet our Mishnah says that they have to pay Phil for everything, as if they were dis- that we were waiting for their full discredit, both for the stealing and for the shechting. If you would have thought that with Hakhasha you get thrown out of court entirely, it's not the beginning of a Zoma, Atvicha Mai Mishalmim. Why is why are those two Nunnik have to pay Phil also for their false accusation of his shechting it? Sounds like we learn that Akasha is the beginning of Azama. When you are contradicted, you're still on the ropes, but we're still juries out on you, so to speak, figuratively and literally. We're, if you find that to be full Zomimim, you're gonna pay even more. Amri, the Gemara rejects it. Wait a minute. The, they weren't contradicted. That was not Kasha. That was Hazama. Okay. Uvi Flukta. And this has to do with the Bachlokas Abai and Rava, uh, which was something that they uh, argued on earlier, which is Edim Shu Kashu. This had to do with the murder case, right? Edim that were first contradicted, Uvasof Huzmu. And then they were considered Zomim, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar, Chadam, and Eragan, Chadam, and Eragan. There's a Bachlokas over there. And that's really like the ultimate. Uh, litmus test of Hakasha versus Hazama. If you have Hakasha first and then you have Hazama with regards to murder, the, the, the biggest nafkamina there could be, well, do we kill you or not? So says the Gemara, we could say that no. Rabbi Lazar said that we don't kill him. 
Because they say that if there was contradictory evidence, you give him malchus, you don't kill them. Because if Rabbi Lazar said that you kill them, am I loken? Why are you going to give him malchus? It's a very uh, specific case. A lav shenisim lazarus bezdin is what? Typically, when there's a lav in the Torah, so then malchus, right, pen tishamer al, right, whenever you have the language of don't do it in the Torah, Right, so then you're go- and and you have a love of not uh, not swearing falsely, so that's also a love, and therefore you should get malchus for it. Yeah, that's true. But when there's a love, that's a, the purpose of that prohibition is lest you do it. If you do it, I will kill you. Then that's a different thing. Then the fact that I will kill you if you do it is the reason. It isn't in itself um, the warning. And therefore, for that, you don't get malchus. As the Gemara says, lav and and That's what Rashi explains. They usually, you get malchus for love. But when the malchus is the warning, then that in itself is the punishment. Ragan has to be the Rosh holds that in fact, that the Adim that were first contradicted and then exposed to Zomim are not killed. Tistayim. And that is, in fact, the conclusion. So then the Gemara just finishes. It says, Lokin, how does he hold that they gave malchus? Trey or trained in who? Why do you get Malchus? When you have a contradiction, you just throw everybody out of court. Why in that case do you rely on the first set of witnesses? Rely on the, or the second. Rely on the first. That's the classic question that we have at Akhash. It says, Yeah, that case of murder what must have been the case where the first set of Adam said, right, like, um, that, that, he's, uh, that he killed him. The second set of Adam said, he didn't kill him. And then who walks in? The Victim. Well, obviously he wasn't killed if he's walking into court. But Zat Hashem tomorrow will resume with the Mishnah and Ayin Dalad And the bris is not today, but it should be tomorrow. Be'ezat Hashem. Be'ito v'zmanah.